yes, you're back again with the two smoking guns. That's the sound that you'll hear every time we're about to come on, and we've just come on. So uh, sit back, relax, wherever you're listening to this, uh, whether it's uh, in the moment or you go and find us on one of the many podcast platforms that exist. Uh, we're there somewhere, two smoking guns, not hard to find. Uh, as Molly says, do yourself a favour. Oh, and uh, <laughs> and as I discovered, much to my chagrin, yes, um, it's a two smoking without a G. Yeah, that's right. Because yes, I had some people searching for it. Oh, on uh, my trip, and they were G, and there were a lot of G's. <laughs> there are a lot of podcasts with our name with a G, but not many with an N apostrophe. No, we are the apostrophes. Yeah, <laughs> of course, that's the dulcet tones of my great mate, who I now seriously have to refer to as one of the travelling Wilburys, yeah. I think, because he's been on tour again. Oh, he's doing us all a great service. He's becoming the eyes and ears of uh, those of us that are travelling, and he's uh, he's been off and out, and I'm going to ask him a whole bunch of things about a, a little uh, trip that he's taken in the last uh, fortnight or so with his lovely bride, and I think he's, uh, his mum and uh and where she got to and what yes. she got up to so um we're gonna do that hello brutzy scotty how are you <laughs> oh, great mate it's, i'm really uh, good been a couple of weeks it has been a couple of weeks I've, uh, time I've, flies i've packed and, a bit uh, in yeah i did my 30 seconds of research and came up with nothing I've got, um, i'm just <laughs> so gonna talk about my trip you are full to the brim with oh, uh, yeah. so many good things to share with my good self and uh and our wonderful listeners so uh welcome back and um over to you. Bounce the ball. Well, um, <laughs> where did you go? Well, what I did was I we did a road trip, and um, it's not something I've done for a while. Oh, so I like a road trip. They're good. They're good. Yeah. yeah they're well, good. so the premise of the trip, of course, was you may recall last year I went up to the Walker Country races. Yes. Around this time, you of did. Year. So so much fun did we have? Yes. We decided we'd do it again. I thought you might have left a bet up there that you had to well, collect. <laughs> no, in fact, last year we uh, we worked out the stat. Right. We uh, we had a pool of money that we'd collected together as a right. group of five of us. Yes. And we went eighteen races. Eighteen races without a collect. With <laughs> without a collect. Without a collect. Oh. Well, so we left a lot of money in the local community. <laughs> <laughs> so this trip was about redemption. <laughs> the clawback. The clawback of the money. So, um, yeah, on the way up, though, we went uh, via, I dropped my mum off at Bateman's Bay. Have yep. you been to Bateman's Bay? Oh, I've heard of Bateman's Bay. Yes. I've never been to Bateman's Bay. It's so, on the uh, east coast of Australia, New, I dare New say. New South Wales south coast. No, New South course. Wales south coast. That's right. So, Is that up near Bermagui? It's north of Bermagui. North of Burma? I went through Burma. On my way home. Yeah, right. It's meant anyway. to be a very nice place, but McGill. Oh, it's very and, nice. And, and that whole, in fact, that whole southern New South Wales coast is well, really I'll just top notch. Talk you through it. All right. <laughs> so we keep going. We dropped Mum off at her uh, her sister's house. Yes. And off we took, and we spent a couple of days in Sydney. Yeah. Staying with friends and uh, at their house, beautiful house they have, up nor- northern beaches. And if you know that that part of the world, yes, I do. Very nice. Yep. So that was lovely, and then we. We arrived at Walker on the Thursday in time for the traditional Thursday night, Calcutta. (laughs) There's not a good country race ready without a good country Calcutta. At the Bowls Club. So what they do do in Walker is everyone's involved, right? It's a community event. So the Bowls Club hosts the Calcutta. Yes. And all the old girls there run the Calcutta. Right. Right. And then on the actual race day, which is the Friday. Yeah, right. Um, the Rotary Club runs the tuck shop <laughs> the and the Lions shop. Club run the bar. Oh. <laughs> so everyone's a winner. Everyone gets involved. Everyone's getting a clip. Everyone's <laughs> getting a clip and it's all good because everyone needs it. No, oh, yeah, it's all going to a good They course. were fielding um, 10 bookies there. Wow. So that was fine. The tab yeah. was running. So and what I discovered that I didn't, I should know this, given my background with my father yes. who ran the thing, um, but if you get your meeting registers, registered as a TAB meeting, yes. anyone who bets on that meeting, yes. they, the racing club get a clip of. Oh, do they? Yes. Oh, well, I didn't know that. So, for example, on the day, yep. um, and a, a lady was feeling unwell, and the ambulance had to whip her off to hospital. Right. 
So they, they can't run a race without an ambulance. <laughs> no, they can't. They can't. No. So an ambo had to come from Tamworth. So the horse is, the horse ambulance. Which is 90 k's away. Oh, stop it. And then uh, in between all of that, uh, a drunk guy fell over and broke his collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have felt it. Wouldn't have felt it. Um, last seen waving with his said bad hand on the green whistle. Oh. <laughs> so um, the cup was the put... The cup was due at five, put back to 5.40, and the president, Jimmy, who I stayed with, was very happy about that. <laughs> As he said, in Sydney, there's yeah. another 40 minutes for the Friday night punters yes. and the tradies yes. to have a few more <laughs> and to lay a couple <laughs> more quid. Down so on the, do they on get the a cup. percentage of the pool of, of what's bet yes. on the day? Yes. Now, I've got a theory about that. Right. In that, the, take the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Right? The pool for the Melbourne Cup, I don't know what the number is, but it's something staggering. Large. Right? Large. It's it's in the hundreds of millions of dollars, yeah. if not a billion dollars. I, I, I don't... Exactly, no. When you say a billion, you have to uh, One put your billion small finger for Bob. in your mouth. Um, my theory is 1% of the total pool should go to the children's hospital well, or cancer look, research. It, it, it or... ends up does because the, the money that the government make right. goes to infrastructure work. You'd like to think You'd so. You'd like to think so. Yeah. I haven't examined that's the auditor. potentially auditor-, flawed. The auditor general. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hasn't gone through the Just books. nominate them up front yeah. is where I'm coming from. Just yeah. make it... Uh... I noticed uh, today I was reading the paper. I haven't read a paper for two weeks, oh so I devoured one today. Were there papers up there? Well, there are papers up there. But <laughs> the locals. Full of... Uh, the Courier lo- Mail. Local news. In fact, yes. I'll do a segment next week because my good friend up there, Anthea, who is with Jimmy, she runs the local Walker Chronicle. Or Does she? Sorry, now, Anthea, I've got we, that wrong. Now, but we, I promised to her that I would do a couple of excerpts from it because it's online. Well, I tell you what, let's go one step better. Maybe we could tee her up and she could tell us the best story of the week That's or the month. That's exactly what I'll do. And we should interview her and, and find out what, what's the day in the life of... Yeah. Well, she'll the, be listening. Is she, is she the everything? Is she like the editor, the photographer, the... She is the paper. Yeah, she yeah. buys the cake for herself once a year. <laughs> Gives a selfie award That's right. as the only journalist in, in the paper. She's got that many employee of the month awards. <laughs> I think that would be marvellous to actually get somebody well, She's like our number that. one fan. Yeah, love it. Absolutely. I've, I've well, tried, a big shout-out. Anthea. Anthea. I've, tried to, recru- shout I've tried to recruit a few of them up there. Right. Because they do a bit of driving, these cattle, cattle yeah. guys and sheep guys. Yep. Because they've got to go from point X to point Y, which is it's invariably half an hour in every direction. Well, pardon the pun, but that's great fodder for us. It is fodder. <laughs> I mean, we, we should have some country correspondence. Yes. Well, Outback we'll, Australia correspondence. I'll set that up. Oh, that'd be marvellous. So um, the good news. Yep. Um, we crushed the cup. Oh, you crashed the cup? We crashed it. Right. We took a... Um, a betting impresario, young Terry, up with us. He's, right. He's a, he's, he, he does the form. Knows his flesh. Knows his form. Yeah, right. So um, literally we won on every race bar one. Really? Collected it. Poultice. Oh, lovely. And then, of course, Full had a poultice. very good Friday night and then went back to the track Saturday. Gave it all back? Just donated it back. <laughs> <laughs> could, I, could I hazard a guess at the track? Dry? <laughs> no, nah, it was a soft four. Oh, soft four. Yes. Ah. And then it was Not upgraded. A, to a heavy six? To a soft three. <laughs> no, they had had a bit of rain, to be fair. No, they were, there were some concerns. I did see concerns. that you had some precipitation. A lot of rain. Away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it's not a bad thing, though, is it? Well, I mean, said, provided it's not sort of flood-level-ish. Well, yeah. What we did notice... Good for the paddocks, though. Coming down through the guts of... New South Wales is green as green as green. Well, that's good. And lots of lots of low-level water. You yep. know, lying, whatever they call that. Someone will have a name for it. But, um, over yeah. the plains. Yeah, over the plains. Just flood Rough. water and stuff. Right. So a lot of that. But look, it was a great trip. And um, so after, and I want to talk to you about a couple of things that happened yeah. in Walker. Beautiful. I'll, I'll do that now. All I'll right. do that now. Because so, it, so let's go back a step. So where precisely is Walker? Walker's near Tamworth Armadale Way. Okay. 
up that way, if you know yep. that part of the world. I'm familiar with the territory. Tamworth, of course, is the country music country, capital yes. of Australia, and um, they do a bit of horse and cattle trading there, yep. you know. And a have of rodeos. A of, yeah, all of that stuff. Rodeos yep. all through the joint, mate. That's good. Yeah, it I is like good. There's Yellowstone everywhere. Did you go to Did you go no, to a rodeo? I didn't go to a rodeo. We're only there right. for a couple of days. Okay. Um, and Armidale's a big town up there. Yeah. Um, a pretty rich town. Is it a also a wine growing region? Not really, but a little You've further south is Mudgee, yeah, which, okay. which, which is. Yep. Um, oh, they did grow a couple, but not nothing significant. Okay. A bit further north, a bit yeah. too far north. Okay. Um, so Walker is basically a story of um, country racing and great country people yep. who um, are very amusing. Once you get a couple of rums in them, <laughs> or cane cutters cordial, cane cutters cordial, I love it. But uh, they're big characters, and um, we met a lot of them last year for the first time. So yeah. we were like um, homies oh. by the time we got back oh. this year. Here's our friends from down south, oh, the Mexicans. Yes. They were ready to take us, take us to the <laughs> cleaners again. Put us through again. the ringer. Put us through our paces, but. You cannot believe the uh, the stories that come out of these sort of places. <laughs> I and, can imagine. Uh, the people, I think I can imagine the people you meet. So um, the stories that you couldn't make up. No, <laughs> I want to just I want to give you three. Yep, uh, maybe four. Yep. We met a guy for the first time who has a great backstory. His name's Don Charlie. Now, Don's eighty four, and he he was there with his son. Don's great grandfather, I think I'll get this right, or grandfather probably great-grandfather, was one of the original seven shareholders of a little thing called BHP. I knew you were going to say BHP. Yeah, yeah right. He was a jackaroo at 19, oh. Yep. found some rocks that had a bit of silver in them, oh. got a couple of mates together and sent them off to the to be examined, and lo and behold, he said, oh. they had a silver mine. Yeah, I was going to say, hi-ho silver. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yes, chemosabe. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> So um, the tale of his ongoing explorations and um, um, property purchases, uh, as told by his grandson or great grandson, yep. is worthy of the price of so is the, alone. Did, did the wealth accumulate? And this, this well, he lost it all by the time he died. No. <laughs> it's a bit like the story of the Walker Cup. Yeah, right. <laughs> you make it one day, yeah, and then you yeah, lose it. Jump change the next. So Don has a chunk of land at Port Macquarie. That in, it's come through the family and they're yep. developing that and whatnot. But his main claim to fame is he's a big racing guy, um, ex-lawyer and ex-professional punter. Right. So the story goes, and I'll I'll, I'll probably get letters to the editor because I've told this wrong. But <laughs> he um he was one of the original. Back in the day, there were no best bets. No. There was no form. There no. was no sports bet to. No. So you had no knowledge of what you were betting on. So he and his cronies, um, they call themselves the Legal Eagles, I, I believe, Right. used to go around all the country race meetings, meet the horse trainers, meet the owners, meet the jockeys, meet everybody, and uh, do the form. Right. So when they brought them to the Sydney meeting, they had they the form. Knew. Yeah. yeah. And they could uh, bet accordingly. Right. So um, they did all right as punters. And then he joined the AJC, the Australian Jockey Club, which yep. is the main body. Yep. In New South Wales, and um, he would be one of the most charismatic blokes you've ever met. Really, um, just uh, even at eighty-four. Wow! Just walks in the room and dominates the room. Wow! It's just a terrific fella. Just owns it. Owns it. So he decided with a couple of his mates that when all these country guys come to town, yeah, that we should have a lunch. Yeah. <laughs> which is a man right after our own heart. Do it start on a Monday <laughs> yeah, and, right. and finish on the same day. <laughs> so being uh, great countrymen and lovers of the uh, the land and lovers of people that talk about the land, they called it the Banjo Club. The Banjo Club. So named after the great famous Australian poet Banjo, yes, yes. Banjo Patterson, yes. which you would be familiar with. Absolutely. Um, the man from Snowy River and yep. whatnot and whatnot. Correct. But they opened every meeting with a poem. Right. So we were settling into our work on Saturday evening. We'd had dinner and the reds were flowing and I topped him up. And to all assembled, there were about 25 people in the room. I said, come on, Bob, give us a bit of your best <laughs> banjo work. Oh, lovely. So I just, I'll just play you this. I hope it comes through all right because it's, all right. it's an absolute ripper. And this is the chap. 
This the, is the chap that's actually... Who, who owns the room. Who owns the room, uh, who's delivering the Banjo Patterson opening uh, to the lunches that they would have had. Love it. So um, Tremendous. So just... And I'll play it. All right. Banjo's dead. Oh, yes, I've heard the tale. The Banjo isn't dead at all. He's caught the Western Mail. He has a lot of friends, you know, among the Western men. He wants to look into their eyes and grip their hands again. He longs to spend some quiet nights beneath the Western stars and hear the evening wind again among the green malaise. So if they say that Banjo's dead, just tell them it's a lie. He comes from where they breed him tough. And Banjo will not die as long as Bushmen love a horse and wild black swans go by. As long as there's a Southern Cross, the Banjo will not die. Oh, he puts, oh, wow. puts hair on the back of your head. Oh, yeah, that's hey? tremendous. He's fantastic. Absolutely tremendous. And he's, he's got a good nick for 84. He's in very good nick. If yeah. You've seen the video, yeah. uh, listeners. Yeah. He's full of the, the vigour of life. Yeah. And he did that just off the top of his head. Really? He must have done that a million yeah, times. Yeah, it's right, obviously yeah. his party piece. Yeah, that's right. You know, everyone's got to have one. True. So um, that was him, uh, one of the great characters, and he tells a gag later on. If I've got time, I'll share it with you. But uh, he's a very self-depreciating sort of cat. So then we move on to my great host Jimmy, and uh, you know he wants me to. I'll reference him because he's a very humble guy. Right, hello Jimmy. So you get him on the welcome. Cut, can't cut us cord. He becomes less humble. (laughs) But. He's got a great thing. He keeps wanting me to say it. So um, for you, Jimmy, this is for you. You know those blokes that you see in the pub yep. that have got a florid face and they've you know they've been there for a while. Yep. They're there every day and yep. they nurse their seven ounce for an hour and they work through the day and yep. they've got that lovely florid nose and cheeks. That hundred pony look. That hundred <laughs> pony look. Just for Jim. This is for you. Yeah. You know what he calls that? No. He calls that an RSL tan. <laughs> RSL tan. Which I think is the Oh, most. that's priceless. And the other ripper. Well he, done, Jimmy. The other ripper he's got, because he's a cheeky little bugger. Right. Um, he's the guy. He's the country guy that goes to Sydney because his kids go to boarding school. So right. when he's there, he'll invariably go to the, the fancy coffee shop at Balmain right. where they say, oh, you know, these our eggs are organic and, you know, free range and he's from the country right? yeah, he knows what he knows really goes on he knows a big <laughs> so he telling me this story the other day he went to went to this this young girl young waitress you know four piercing and 19 cartoons on her arm 18 and he said look I'll have bacon and eggs but I want my eggs caged please caged <laughs> <laughs> and the perpe- oh. perplexed look oh. she said well, I'll have to go and ask my manager <laughs> He would have just about had a heart. <laughs> so that's the sort of guy we're dealing with. And then you meet at the racetrack a few oh, likely tops, right? <laughs> so we met the local copper, or yep. the ex-local copper, Dave. Right. Is, you know what his name is? Dave the Copper. Dave, Dave the Copper. Yeah, I don't, he doesn't right. have a last name. No, just Dave the Copper. And so Dave's there, and uh, we had a good old chat with Dave. He's the ex-copper. He's no longer a copper, but... Uh, he tells a story. He told us a few funny stories. Because I said, he was, did you ever, because Jimmy's old man's no longer with us. I said, did you ever get Jimmy's old manager? We said, oh, yeah, 20 or so times. I had to have a crack at him about driving the car when it had a few too many. <laughs> All this sort of stuff goes on. Warning. And he told, he told us a few stories. And then um, I, t- I turned around. There's, there's this guy, Alan Green, there. He's just, a, I met him last year. He's a funny, funny guy. And he, um, he tells a story as, oh, Dave didn't tell you the story about how we drove his cop car home with Tamworth because he was too pissed. <laughs> I said, no, he didn't no. tell me that story. He said, oh, yes, well, he decided that he'd had enough right. and uh, that I could drive and he lay down in the back seat and he said, I drove the whole way home with the lights and the sirens on. <laughs> <laughs> with a cop for a sleep in the back <laughs> full of the good. <laughs> Only in the country. Oh, <laughs> and he said, um, this is Alan Green. I said, I'll I tell you how I met him. I said, no. He said, I, I just come to Walker. I was a, I'd come from other parts of uh, New South Wales. And he was the new copper in town. And um, he'd, uh, 
He was also coaching the rugby uh, rugby league team. Right. As you do, right? Yeah, do, do a yeah. bit of both. So Alan's driving home one night with no lights on, pulls oh. him over. Oh. He said, uh, any reason you've not got your lights on? He said, oh, probably because I've had a few and I forgot. <laughs> they're, forgot. On, they're honest folk up there. <laughs> he said, um, oh, I know you. And Alan's saying, oh, this can't be good. <laughs> no. He said, uh, you play a bit of rugby, don't you? He said, well, yeah, I played for X and Y and... And whatever he said, well, I'm I'm coaching the rugby league team uh, this year. How about if you come and play for me with a little this uh, just wash oh. a, wash 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 away? <laughs> Alan goes, what time's training? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, so just, that's the way to. It's just the whole day yep. of listening to these guys. Once they get a few cans in them, yep. just tell yarns. Yep, and it's just the greatest fun of all time. That's They're all hilarious. beautiful people. That's so a shout out to our um, our great mates at, at Walker and um, or get Anthea on and we she'll be need able to, to have a chat to Anthea. She'll be able to give you a bit of colour and movement about well, what goes on. Well, I'll tell on. you what. I mean, maybe you, you might even be able to track Jimmy down for us, and we, we should even have a chat to Jimmy. Jimmy needs a couple just to loosen the larynx. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, that's all right. That's all right. Better not come to my house then. <laughs> <laughs> not at the moment. What I've got's no good for him. No, hey, I'll not. tell you. In the theme of, and it just reminded me, uh, in the theme of you know how things are done in the country. Uh, I'll go back many, many years. Um, I was mucking around in the property world and I happened to work, I, I happened to be down uh, southeast Victoria, sort of down Gippsland Way. Anyway. Yes. And oh, I, was, I was there representing a financial institution and they had a property that they needed to sell. Um, all country folk, you know, country um, auctioneer, etc. And uh, without a word of a lie, um, so this thing was selling for about $30,000, right? It was not very much. Anyway, the scribe next to the auctioneer must have written down the wrong number because it actually was sold to this particular gent. He said, oh, beauty. And he said, oh, congratulations, you bought it for $35,500. You know, he said, no. He said, my bid was $32,500, not $35,500. Well, a bit of a problem here. <laughs> what do we do about this? What are we going to do? So they tossed the coin. <laughs> Heads, he paid what he actually bid. Tails, he lost and paid more. Well, that's, and that's just the way it was done. That's they tossed done. the coin as to what he would pay. Correct. I mean, otherwise, you imagine that up here in town, yeah. you'd be in the Supreme Court, <laughs> you know, over three hundred thousand dollar property or something, and there'd be lawyers at ten paces, more, more wigs than a kid's party. I mean, it'd just be horrendous. Yeah. But they pulled out a coin and said, "Guess what? Why don't we toss for it? Toss for it. <laughs> just it. a great, a great." One of those moments I just thought, I'm never going to see this again. Nah. Uh, the settlement nah. <laughs> purchase price of a property being tossed by That's a how they do it. It's, it's, it's brilliant. No, they're brilliant. It's, uh, it's a great, great fun. My bride got a horse riding fix. Oh, I saw that. I saw that she um, went horse She didn't back. ride in the cup. I, 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 no, I was going to say. I was, I was oh. going to say to her, what barrier did that come out of? <laughs> <All right. laughs> so now, uh, so well, that was all good. That was all good fun. So, um, you know, I... One day you've got to come home. It's just so much fun. Oh, yeah, no. It's, it's just a, so much fun. I mean, it's one of the... I mean, even, uh, you know, I don't do it very often, but, you know, the times that I've gone, even just to country race meetings, it's yeah. a whole different... The vibe. There's I mean, just a, a whole different everything. There's nothing wrong. Beer tastes different. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with Caulfield Fleming. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Yeah, but, but it's all... It's, it's, it's the all highfalutin, the, isn't yeah, it? When really? the community comes together and it's yeah. just fun. Yeah, it's well, fun. It's, it's a bit like... Going to a disco during the day with horses. On the Saturday, they have another race meeting, and the standard drops uh, about fifty percent. Does it? Yeah. Right. So the first race has got five in it. Second oh. race has got five in it. Oh, okay. Then between the second and the third race, they have the kids' races. Oh. <laughs> the the kids actually run, and then they have a race where the they young and old enter and they run around the track. Oh, stop. Now, you know there's only one problem with... It's, it's just... I've got tired of watching them, Scotty. <laughs> there's only one problem with horse races with only five horses in it. There's no third dividend. No, there was... The first three races had yeah. N, but, C, D. But, but explain me this, uh, Batman. 
there's no third dividend, but you can get the trifecta yeah. <laughs> and the first four. Doesn't pay just a lot. Ta- just take all five horses. You'll get the first four every time. Well, <laughs> pay about a dollar fifty. Back the top weight, mate. Yeah, That's what yeah. you do. <laughs> you ought to know it's in the saddlebags, though. Is there oh, extra, you, extra you think, lead? Or... You go to the mounting yard thinking you know what you're looking at. And you go, yeah. that one looks fit. Yeah. Well, they all look yeah. the same. So yeah, you don't yeah, really yeah. know. But, yeah. hey, look, it, uh, it's a bit of fun and for... For, uh, you know, about eight hours there, we thought we were geniuses. And then uh, we came we came back to the field on the yeah. second day. And then you felt as though you'd been tied up in a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Fleeced without knowing. I think it might be the uh, the Walker Ponzi <laughs> scheme. Walker you get it all on the yeah. first so day. So they give it to you, and knowing you they're going to get that plus more back the next day. And so you give you nice juicy stuff on the Friday. So you're leaving going, oh, I'm coming back next oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> How long has this been going on for? How easy is this? That's right. Hey, now, what I did with you, if you recall, when you uh, and your dear bride went to Italy, yes. I asked you a raft of questions. You did. you did. And I'd like to do the same with your Walker Trotty, hey? So, um, so questions without notice, if I may. Mm-hmm. Now, given that you were on a driving trip, mm. what was your um, genre or specific um, wheelhouse music to drive to? Well, I, I like you said you haven't done a long drive for a while, so yeah. it's all been pretty short yeah, stuff. Well, well, I started with my stuff, right. And I'm currently in a bit of alt country, I call it. Oh, really? Yeah, a bit of an American alt country. So it suited the okay. road trip. Yep. And then I work my way through a different... I like to have music when I drive and the bride doesn't. So yeah. we sort of just don't have, don't have it on very loud. Right. When she's behind the wheel. But she... when old Bugalugs here gets going, we uh, ramp it up a bit. So went full circle. I went current stuff. Then yep. we went to a bit of old stuff. Yep. And then we did a bit of a, a one year, one uh, one year, one day we we're going from Mudgy through to Barrel, so we're going through yep. the, this beautiful countryside. So yep. we got a bit of Australian country, uh, Australian country. We got a bit of Casey Chambers going, right. and different sorts of stuff. And I tell you what, we end up finishing with was we came home from Lakes yesterday and we listened to Johnny Sylvester's podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, was it good? Which is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And then I then we played our interview with him. <laughs> Scrubs up well after three years, does it? <laughs> Holds its own. Holds its own. Oh, we like so, that. So um, a bit of everything, mate. Bit right of everything. So a bit of everything that covers that off. Um, did you stay somewhere that you didn't expect to, to stay? Sort of accidentally or you went, oh, you know what? I'm yeah. a bit more tired than I thought I would be and we better pull up stumps here. And no, where well, was that? Well, you know my meticulous travel planning. Yeah, you're pretty, you're, um, you're pretty within an no, inch of your life. No road trip longer than six, six, seven hours is about as long as I like to still, go. Still uh, still pretty heavy. And still uh, so all the econ was pre-booked. Um, so I'll answer it by saying the most unexpected accommodation yep. um, was in Mudgee. Yep. I knew I'd booked a room with a big bed. Yeah. And I walked in, and this place was the size of a small house. Right. And it was at a convention centre. Was that the one with the swimming pool? Where you might have been sitting near the swimming pool? No, that wasn't. But not that one? It had, um, it was huge. Right. I thought, this is so Yeah. Okay. How many people sling swimming here tonight? (laughs) It's communal, or? (laughs) Do we get to meet the other guests? It was like a scout, it was huge. Wow. So that was good. And then, um, all the accommodation was great, but. we stayed at Molly Mook. I don't know if you know where well, Molly Mook is. I know of Molly Mook. It's I don't know part where of it is. The, it's over the river from Ulladulla. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you know where that yep. is. We stayed at a, a thing called Motel Molly, which is a, a reimagined uh, American 60s hotel motel. So they've right. done it in... Like a diner. <laughs> yeah, but it's done out Art Deco. So it's got a pink building, a blue, a powder blue and a... And a, and a yellow building, and it's the all the old style of motel, right? But it's beautifully done, right? Um, in Art Deco, so that was that was really really nice, and it was thirty meters from the beach, which was really cool, even better, which was great. So yeah, no, so the accommodation was many and varied, but it was good. It's good did trip. You, did you stay anywhere mm-hmm. where your breakfast 
was shoved through a no. hole in the wall. No, but Moto <laughs> Molly had the flaps. Oh, I did. Yes. So you you could have had it. Could have. You could have had the rice bubbles and the yes. and the burnt and at toast. Lake's entrance. They had the flaps that actually still worked. Oh, really? But they don't serve breakfast anymore that way. It's just for the beer. Tell <laughs> <laughs> so your rice and the I beer. I remember you that. I distinctly remember that. Um, Travelling with the family back yep. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Used the, to get the tray, used to get a little tap. The toast in the then, paper. Yeah, that's right. And the wax yep, paper. Used to, yep, used to come through the... Uh, I mean, it was probably the first iteration of what's called a dumb waiter. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> we also had um, my mum with us at Lake Sands because yep. we picked her up on the way back through. Right. And she said, have you deliberately chosen this hotel so that it was exactly the same as the <laughs> we used to stay at back in the day? Oh, man. Well, said, just yes, mum. Uh, order your breakfast, and I'll put it through the slot. Of the did, did we not? Um, and I would think probably sometime during 22, uh, 2022, my memory uh, is not serving me that well precisely. But did we not talk about some of those sort of retro motels making yeah. a bit of a resurgence? Well, look, you know, and t- you know, I'll tell you what they are, and and we started a couple. They're very very good clean, easy accommodation. But that's all you want, isn't it? Because you pull your car up next to your room. Yeah. So it's not yeah. far, out too the front. far. Out the front. <laughs> it's not too far to go to lug you your... You shine the lights in at night. Yeah. You turn too, the lights on inside. Not too far to lug your stuff nah, in. Ten right. feet. Easy. Yeah, beautiful. Right. Uh, beds are comfy. The telly works. They've all got Netflix and stuff now. Yeah. It's beautiful. just all over it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the bathrooms have been remodelled since the yep. 60s, thank God. Because, you know... But they've got a little... Fridge and a sink and a microwave. But that's all you need. Even, even if you go and, and get a takeaway pizza, yeah. you're going to sit on the bed and eat it. How good's that? Oh. I can't do that in here. <laughs> so if I get grounded, if I no, it's good. It's good. They're all good. They're yeah. all really good. Um, they're all really good. Those little hotels. That's, yeah. that's that's the fun bit, I reckon. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, yeah, we used to as kids. We used to go to Phillip Island, and uh, my dad had this special place called the Adawa Flats. Really? <laughs> yep. And you know there'd be a koala that used to crawl along. The, well, every year for about eight years, we'd trot on down to the Adawa Flats. <laughs> but a similar sort of thing, right? Just yeah. straightforward. You Easy. know the, the 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 cream brick joint. You know there was about I think six flats all up or something, but. Just clean and yeah. bit of room to run around and and when you're doing what you're doing because none of these places I guess were a a dedicated destination where you were going to do sightseeing no. or they were potentially en route to wherever you were going to go next. Actually, hot shower, yeah. nice big comfy bed, yeah. good pillows. That's it. Uh, and you know, and and some tucker. I'll tell you what, there is a lot of because we so if, if for the listeners we tracked through Mudgee to Barrel to Mollymook and then we did the journey all the way down the coast road. Yeah. Uh, through Meetung, oh no, Bermagui, um, down through uh, Eden, through yep. Pambula, through Marimbula, yep, all the way around there, right? Yeah, nice. Um, there are that many holiday camps. Really. And caravan parks. Really? Huge numbers. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. you know, like mobile, portable cabin things and caravan parks. So there was no issue. You could have stayed you could in have stayed a anywhere. multitude of places. And the amount of caravans on the road. I mean, Jerry Ryan would be making a monty really? at the moment. So the grey nomads are, are, They're out are, are alive and well. Oh, there's tons of them. Yeah. So it's all going. It's all going. And I guess it's very similar. South, that south coast reminds me a lot of bit of Queensland. Right. You know, little yep. coastal towns. And yep. we deliberately took the, not the major highway, so we could go through the towns. Right. Because that's the fun bit. Right? Yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. at the local pub. And 100%. A, stop at the local bakery and get their local yeah. delights with a cup yeah. of coffee. Perfect. Beef and mushroom pie. Oh, that's <laughs> genius stuff. Some, some of those things. You could eat the whole bakery. <laughs> so that's what, that leads me to my next question then. Um, where did you have your best meal? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, unexpected question. I'll tell you what we did have. The most unique meal we had was we're in Mudgee and we went to a lovely winery for a tasting. And then we ended up with, um, we went to this place for a six-course degustation, a degustation. Scotty. degustation. Love a good degustation. And uh, they had a few cancellations. We were the only people in the oh, joint. Oh, no. Which meant that the poor old waiter only had us to serve, so we got excellent service. Right. Almost you, you a, bit, didn't, 
overbearing. You didn't get a Manuel? (laughs) I reckon I talked more to the waiter than I did my wife because he was there all the time. I said, you you might as well pull up a chair, mate. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Seriously. He's coming over every 30 seconds, it seems, to see how was that. Let's pull up a chair, Jan. I don't know. I haven't haven't had a chance to win. It's a choice for the last question. That's it. Right, so, um, and, and that so, was good. Yeah, but good. the best meal, or oh, look, the best meal. And oh, what was it? Oh, I had some beautiful fish, right, in Lake's Entrance. Yep, King George Whiting. Yep, grilled. Yeah, beautiful. Just a little bit of stuff around it. Yep, that was lovely. Yep, enjoyed that. But look, any local wines? Yeah, that you found? yeah, yeah. I specifically went to the um, Robert Stein Winery in Mudgee. Very good. A beautiful red wine. Yep. And some lovely Riesling. Yeah, you know, nice. I like my Rieslings. Yep. So it was good. And they're experimenting with a bit of Italian varietals there. They are. Some so, varietals. Yes. Yes. They're oh, mucking good. around with some Zinfandel there too. Oh. From California. So they're having a bit of fun. Well, that's good. In those parts. Well, I think that's what wine's about, though, isn't it? It's about the somewhat experimentation and, you know, trying some different things and different blends. Because I'm sure the the best wine still hasn't been made. That's <laughs> what my humble opinion. He's probably right. But, um, no, it's good. It's it's fascinating country. Great people, you know. Um, it's cattle country, wine country. It's really lovely. Yep. Really lovely going through there. Um, petrol prices? Oh, same. Is it? Same. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. Not cheap. Not cheap to No, but when you think around. about it, you'd, you'd potentially expect to pay more because it's got to go further to actually get there. And oh, the same. We're, we're in a diesel car, so it's two right. bucks, two ten. Yeah, okay. Same, same. Thing. You ought to be getting some very nice uh, mileage uh, doing long distance driving in your diesel, Lots. I would have thought. There's two things I'll tell you about the roads potholes everywhere. Right. It was like a dodgem course half really? the time. And they've got plenty. There's plenty of work as road workers right. resealing roads out there. Yep. And roadkill everywhere. Oh, really? Everywhere. Yep. We should have, I said, um, the bride said we should We should have counted. We would have been in the hundreds. Really? Hundreds. Did of you come close to actually hitting anything yourself? Yeah, we uh, rounded a turn and saw five goats. Oh. And uh, they... A couple of toots, they toddled off. Oh. Came around a couple of corners, and there's kangaroos by the side of the road just looking at you. Oh. It's like it's a bit right. disconcerting. Mate, if there was curry in the back of the car, I'm not sure I would have given a toot to the goats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, goats, yeah, but goat curry. <laughs> goat and goat curry's pretty um, good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a few close calls. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, if you were, if you lived there, I assume you'd probably put a ball bar on the front of your car, would you? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, of course yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah. If you, unless you wanted to smash your car up. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I, I worked with a chap um, a couple of years ago, and, and he sort of, he, he lived up the road here at sort of Romsey and that way. Yeah, so he, well, it happens he, to be too. Mate, he came to work one day and said, Dawn mate, and I've dust. just, I've cleaned up a, a route and I had a hundred clicks. His car was a write-off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said, I... I can't imagine hitting a roux at a hundred clicks. It would scare the absolute pants off you. Yeah, it'd be like an explosion. Yeah, you know. absolutely. Yeah, it'd yeah. be uh, it'd be scary stuff. Um, righto. Do we need to take a? We haven't had a we haven't had a break. We haven't heard from any sponsors. Oh, that's right. We don't have any. Don't have any. It's pretty easy. <laughs> righto. Keep so the going other thing there. I what noticed. Would you like to share with? No, well, this is just a quirky one. The other right. thing I noticed was a lot of greyhound tracks. Oh, you said there was a lot of every country town worth its salt. Right. Has a greyhound track. So you got to own a dishing. Now <laughs> I've been prone to bet on the dogs. Right. Later on a Saturday when I've probably not had a good day. <laughs> After the footy, when you've had too many and there's a couple of dish liquors going yeah. around. <laughs> Back the red and the pink, Scotty. You know, it's about as scientific as, as it gets. So I saw some greyhound tracks that I'd bet on but never seen. Ah, so that was interesting go. for me. Did, did you find Dapto? <laughs> no, we weren't, we weren't. We weren't there. But it was inter- That's interesting. I thought. Yeah. You know, so I, yeah, now yeah, I know where they are. Go, yeah. Yeah. So this is where I lost my money. <laughs> that's where the money went. So just for you, I've got a couple for you. All right. I just thought I'd just give you a couple of the the more famous greyhounds. Right. Um, that are that are sort of 
from film and fiction. All right. I'll see so, how I, see if I can maybe do picture you, them. You, you will know this from past uh, episodes of The Two Smoking Guns, but uh, yes. our, our good friend Ted Bullpit. Yes. Um, do you remember Ted's two greyhounds? Ted did have two Ted greyhounds. Ted Bullpit from Kingswood Country. From Kingswood Country. For the, the listeners playing that, at home. Shoot, the, the show that would never get to <laughs> never. air again. Ross Higgins um, played Ted yes, that's Yes, he did with that Sadly dreadfully passed. good cardigan that he used. <laughs> had a dreadfully good cardigan. Um, he did and have Lex, two Lex greyhounds. Lex Marinos played well, the wog. I did. Well, I can tell you, if you do recall, uh, there was a function many, many years ago where we had to go dressed up as uh, a TV character. And I went as Ted Bullpen. You did. And I got on, I managed to track down Lex Marinos. Did you? And asked him a a trivia question that no one else would ever know. But he did tell me about the two greyhounds, but time has procured me from right. recalling what were they? Let me put you out of your misery. Yeah, go on. Repco Lad. That's right. That's one of them. Yes. And Gaya Kubra was the other one. Gaya These two words wouldn't yeah. go together anymore. No, nah, that's right. <laughs> and he also had a statue in his backyard and for bonus points. Oh, yeah. Uh, Neville. Neville. Neville, the concrete Neville, Aboriginal. the concrete. <laughs> yes, that's right. Daryl Kerrigan. Daryl Kerrigan. Now, this is harder. But for yes. those players, oh, so this is uh, the dish, the, the, castle. Uh, the castle. The castle. Yes. He had four greyhounds. Did he? He did. Four greyhounds. Yes. Yes. You uh, remember? You're, you're not. Nah, uh, okay. Well, I'll not, give you them. Yeah. Run them. Banshee. Banshee. Yeah. Right. Star Flash. Which <laughs> is a good name. Yeah. For great. Trailblazer. Oh yeah, beautiful. And Coco. Trailblazer wins his fourth on the trot. <laughs> and Coco. A cocoa. Coco, not so. Oh, you call a greyhound, a racing greyhound, no, cocoa. Not, not such a... I think that was the pit. <laughs> and a lucky last for you. Right. You recall the show The Simpsons? Yes. The Simpsons had a family pet They did. Was Maggie was quite fond of yes. said greyhound. I can picture said greyhound. But the name, I don't reckon I watched enough. enough. Oh, I'm going sort of something like hairy or fat or like the complete opposite of what it was. No, it's, it was called Santa's Little Helper. Oh, Santa's Little Helper, it was That's too. It was yes. Indeed. And then because I thought the segment about greyhounds wouldn't be complete without some facts. Right. Facts and figures. About greyhounds. About greyhounds. Right. We, we, have, we have always threatened to buy a greyhound. We have. And call it the smoking gun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, two of them. That time might be coming because <laughs> I've got here the top five greyhounds in, of all time in Australia. Right. You can make a bit of money. Yeah, well, if you, get it, if you get it right, yes. Well, you've got to, we've got to have breeding and training. Yeah, that's right. Talent. Yeah. Patience. And a rabbit. And endless pockets. <laughs> and a rabbit. And a rabbit. <laughs> and a rabbit. Um, so um, all these greyhounds have earned more than a million dollars in wish. prize money. Yep. I don't know if they'd get sponsorship, but prize money. Right. So the, the top one, the most famous greyhound in Australia, singing any time if you know any famous greyhounds, but the, the most famous is a, is a greyhound called Fanta Bale. No, never heard Fanta of Fanta Bale, 63 races. 42 wins. Gee whiz. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Um, $1.3 million in prize money. Right. Pretty good, eh? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, second, She's a Pearl. No, I haven't heard of that either. So uh, she's currently won about the same. Um, 23 wins out of 33 races. Right. Good form. Okay. This is my favourite name. Yep. Good Odds Harada. Good odds, Great wasn't, name. Wasn't there a boxer called Fighting Harada? Fighting Harada, right, well yeah, done. Yeah. Used to play fight against Lionel Rose. Yeah, yeah, smelling like her. Yeah, yep. snoring <laughs> like her. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, 36 wins. Um, and then Fernando Bale. Nah. Um, can total you hear, winnings can you hear the two. guns? Can I, can you <laughs> That's hear, why it ran. Can you hear the guns, Fernando? <laughs> and this uh, this is uh, the last one. Um, a greyhound called Wow, She's Fast. <laughs> now, oh, that one. Which I think 
is a good name yep. and an apt name for a greyhound. Yep. Yep. So then that got me thinking, Scotty. Yes. So that's a good name for a greyhound. Yes. What are the other good names for people in, in the sporting world? What? So I, I did a bit of research again. Right. Oh. Yes. So I came up with appropriate or apt names yep. for sports people. Yep. Huh? I'm going to for take sports people. For sports people. Right. Not, we're off greyhounds now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I should have a sound bite so to it, basically say the greyhound section is finished now. I don't know what so, that would be. So we're going from four legs now down to two. So, right. So, okay. here we go. So these are apt soccer names. Yep. George Best, because he was the best. Yes, Georgie right. Best. Yep. Um, a Chinese soccer striker called Shu Ting. Shu Ting. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. good. Yes. And Alan Ball. Yes. He's a good soccer player. Good. Track and field. Yes. Usain Bolt. Yeah. Because he did. Yeah, absolutely. He bolted. Yeah. Uh, Marina Stepanova. She was a hurdler. <laughs> Marina <laughs> Stepanova. Have you made that up? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, your Danker Dongo- Dongova is also a hurdler. Jeez. James Jett was a yeah. relay runner. Yeah, good. And Nathan Leeper. Believe it or not, was a high pole, jumper. I was going to a pole vaulter. <laughs> high jumper. Nathan Leeper. Yeah, love it. Hey? Love He's it. in the 2000 Olympic Games, Nathan Leeper. Wow. Golfers. Yeah. Tiger Woods, because he was good at yeah. good, good with the wood. Yeah, good with the wood. Gary Player. Yes, he was. Yes. And Chip Beck. <laughs> good, at, good at a short game, Chip. Did, did you come across... Malcolm Driver, <laughs> or Sam Wedge. <laughs> this is you. This is this is you know that this, this is motorsports. This is your yes. Paper. Will Power. Oh, Will Power, of course. Yeah. Yep. Lake Speed. Lake. A NASCAR Speed. driver. Lake Speed. Yeah, first name Lake. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, and they left the B off. Brother, Scott Speed. <laughs> Scott Speed. Now, that's a good one. That's a good one. He's, He's Scott, Scott Speed. Speed. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. And tennis. Yeah. Ten- tennis, tennis Sandgren. Tennis Sandgren. <laughs> right. Margaret Court. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Anna Smashnova. <laughs> that's can't be her name. It is. Oh. Former professional tennis player from uh, Russia. And Katie Volinets. No. No, I shit you not. No. Katie Volinets. Really? <laughs> Katie Volley's at the net. You sure it's not Katie Volinets? No, Volinets. <laughs> oh, that's too good. All right. Here's a couple of other sports just to finish off. Yep. Jeffrey Float. Yeah. Rower? He's a swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd want to. <laughs> David Hooks. Oh, yeah, Hooksy. Oh, hooksy. Yeah, absolutely. Six, six, sixes, Hooks. Yes. Um, Rope Myers. <laughs> he was a Rodeo athlete. Rope. <laughs> I was going to say, he could be on the Roman rings on the gymnast. Derek Kickett. Yes, Derek, he could. Oh, yeah, yes, Derek Kickett. AFL football yes. player. Yeah. Uh, Loy Ball, volleyball player. Yeah. Lane Beachley. Yeah, surfer. surfer. Beach, yes, get it? Beachley, yes. Albert Champion. He was a road cycling yeah, champion. <laughs> and uh, this is my favourite. This is a, a World Series of Poker champion, Chris Moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> Can you... <laughs> and here comes the Moneymaker. Here comes the Moneymaker. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So, um, there you go. There you go. Oh, great names. Yeah. Um, just going back to greyhounds. In fact, the last time when we did talk about greyhounds... I went away, did do some research. Did you? So you can buy a you can buy a dishy for like five hundred bucks. Well, you've got it. But if you got a good, is that a good one? Yeah. No, <laughs> not a good one. You got to shell out about twenty five large. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. So you can almost buy a thorough thing for that sort of coin. Yeah, you, you can buy a horse. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. That's yep. <laughs> but maybe we will need a syndicate. Maybe we will just need a. We, we should just start up the two smoking guns dishies syndicate. Really. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, twenty people. You know, twenty people. See what we can rouse up, and because uh, the ongoing fees are, are, are absolutely stuff all for a dishy. 
unlike the horses. Oh, yeah, yeah the, horses. Yeah, the horses. I can see you coming. Yeah, no. But um, so maybe we'll, uh, we'll give some thought around that as right. to uh, maybe we need to ring a plug up, have a chat to him, see if he's got a spare. Well, that would be see a good if he's interview. Got a spare. Hi, Tony. We'd love to talk to you. Not about your football career. Yeah, about Greyhounds. Greyhounds. Because he would talk all day. I reckon he would. He doesn't like to talk about football anymore. Let's just put that on our And he's about as thin as one now, too. He is. (laughs) What's his weight loss secret? I want to know. Yeah, he has to run under the shower to get wet. I know. Amazing. (laughs) He's a thin dude. Now, um, we're probably out of time, but um, in the... Of course. (laughs) There you go. That's telling us I think we're out of time. (laughs) In the spirit of... um, what uh, we've just discussed today with yes. greyhounds and sport yes. and uh, my gambling exploits yep. in Walker. Uh, here's a song I played on my road trip. Right. And it's called Barely Losing. Oh, I thought you were going to play um, Coward of the County or something. No, <laughs> no because I know I, I like to play your songs that you haven't heard. Yeah, I know. Hey? All right. So we're going to go out with this one, and it's by a guy called Richmond Fontaine. It's called Barely Losing. All okay. right. So you hope you like this one, Scott. We hope you like listening to the two smoking guns because we won't be back after this. No, we won't. Thanks for listening. See you, buddy. Three-day vacation. Surf club race book, and I'm barely losing while you're sitting next to me laughing, and I'm barely losing souvenirs we are buying, t shirts and snow globes. We're getting our pictures taken underneath the Sitting next to me laughing